This reminds me of high school when, uh, you know, I didn't have a car. My buddy did. Reminds me of a junior high dance. <laughs> Dude, you hear the baseline drop? What is a scrub? Do you have to start your camera? No, I'm okay with that. We're going to do that, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of want to let it play, honestly. I want to let it go, but we can't do that. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. Let's break it down. The FCC will get after us on that one. Right? Yeah. You didn't bring us in. This is the dad. Because you're podcast. so distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I was jamming out, man. And I, could, I could see the video. I love that too. song. <laughs> so I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. We got a guest. Well, two guests with us today. Well, we got Junior back. Junior's right? back, but we got, ooh, it's a lady. It's a lady. The yeah, ladies' man in the house. Colby's with us. With Chianti. Yeah. So uh, our first female guest ever. So that either says a lot about us or not enough in a positive or a negative connotation. <laughs> Hi, Colby. How are you doing? Doing well. Good. Wow. Colby's got radio voice. She does. Yeah, Good job. Chops. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So we chose the scrub. Well, Colby chose the scrubs. Yeah. Because we'll be talking about dating today. Um, today is. Divorce or dating after divorce, yeah, right? Or we do or after death, loss, too, but, yeah, loss, something, yeah. But uh, yeah, so kind of wrapping up. Yeah, last last episode was an adventure <laughs> and crazy. And I want to bring it up again because uh, Henry Cavill, dude, come on, let it no, go. No, I'm gonna play the thing. You gotta let that because I no, I'm, this <laughs> is the last this last part because I recorded this on purpose. You're gonna end up in his DMs or something. Henry, hit me up. <laughs> we'll be boys. This is from Mind Pump. Because I was listening the other day, and I was like, oh, dude, I have to record this, right? Um, here. You used to remember you turned down your input. Did I? Do, can you turn that up for me? Because my brain's not working. <laughs> Who's the guy Chris that plays, Helmsworth is, is a big guy. He's too. a big guy. Who's yeah. the guy that plays Superman? I can't remember. Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Cav- Cavill? Yeah. That has to be the best looking man in the world. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now. I see <laughs> the guy's face. I'm like, you'd fuck him, huh? That maybe. Yeah. It's like somebody he made him. a little butt chin. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like, this guy looks like a cartoon. I did. What the hell's going on? Really? Yeah, he's a little bit. It's not just me, guys. It's. It's like every every man's strong enough to Gross. admit the fact that there's a hot dude out there besides Jason Mau uh, and his lazy eye. Which mm-hmm. eye are you looking at? He's not quite forced. He's not <laughs> quite forced with it. I think it's the right one. You got to pick one. Is it the right one? Do you look at the I right one? I don't know. I don't know which one either. Colby, what do you think of Jason Mau Uh Yeah, that's like <laughs> big crush. <laughs> He's like, to admit. struck a chord. All right, right off the bat. <laughs> He's like the epitome of manhood right now. Yeah, exactly. Burly, like. So do you think he's, um, is he more attractive than Helmsworth? Yes. What about fat Helmsworth? (laughs) I just like, I guess I would just have a thing for like, he's free spirited and you can see that in the way that he dresses and the way he does his hair. Everything he does. Everything that he does. And I think that's, it's attractive. What about, you know, he's got a crush on Henry also. What about yoked Jonah Hill? (laughs) Dude, that was I honestly, man. The fact that you made me look that up was weird. Like he doesn't look right. I don't like. I'm it. used to like, yeah. I want happy Old Jonah school, Hill and happy not, fat Jonah Hill with. Do y'all yeah. remember Carrot Top? Yes, mm-hmm. Carrot yeah. Top's yoked. Carrot, too. He is totally yoked, and he looks like he looks like an angry fucking carrot. Like he looks angry, angry all the time right now. Have you seen a picture of him lately? Do you remember watching the uh, the Muppets back in the day? I love the oh, Muppets. You had Beaker the and drummer? Snurd. No, you had Beaker and Snurd, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's Carrot Top oh, Yoke. It's awesome. like Beaker. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> red hair. That's awesome. Or yeah, Animal too. I could see that as I well. Could, I yeah. thought you were talking Animal about Animal. Animal was my favorite. Animal was my favorite. 
Do you guys ever see the uh, the Muppets where they do the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh-huh. And animals like Mama, Mama, like he's like looking around, like where's my mom? <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> that is a tangent of tangents. <laughs> Start talking about Muppets. Um, no, but yeah, I always resonated with Fozzie. <laughs> You're looking at us because I got dude. Look at him; he's freaking angry. Look at this. He's weird. It's like if Richard Simmons got really pissed off and then ate Lionel from a Thundercats. All right, he looks like Rocky Dennis there. He he could play Thundercats. He what? should. Oh, it's so we bad. Should have a it is so awful. Awesome, live action Thundercats. Just use Carrot Top with no editing. Hey, do you, do you <laughs> want me to do you want me to piss off a lot of people with one statement? What? Are you ready? Don't and, say don't say he's funny because he's not. No, he's not. He used to be, but he's not anymore. But uh, because he looks like Kathy Griffin, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I want to. Oh my gosh, that's awful, dude! I was going to say, was he the first trans person? Oh, now look at him! I know it's under it's underhanded, but it's on military. I can say softball. that. The Kathy Griffin one is solid. Who was the guy that, was, that, that, that really did the, the the gym? Like at, when we were kids, you know, the guy that was like, "Oh, let's do it," and he was like, "Oh, that was onesie. um." That's who he reminds me oh. of in that picture. Richard want, Simmons? Richard yeah, Simmons. Richard Simmons. Simmons? Thank yeah. you. Okay. I totally want him to do one. Like an <laughs> Richard Simmons, version. man. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what was amazing about him is that he actually got like millions of overweight people to get off the couch. Yep. Oh, and yeah. he was always uplifting and positive. And I guess there was one time when he, he brought his like little, uh, he had like this like cooler or heater thing of food and it caught on fire one time while he was on set. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he yeah. like suicidal at one point and that's how he became so positive or something? I'm trying to remember. Like, how come they don't make a Chia cool. Carrot Top? Mm. Chia Carrot Top or Chia Bob Ross. There's a Chia line, which I think there is a be- there Chia is. Bob oh, Ross. Yeah. That would be sweet. Okay. But yeah. It's, wow. Carrot Top and uh, Richard Simmons. <clears throat> I got a question because Colby's got three boys. So mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your least favorite household chore? My least favorite? Yeah. Well, I mean... Having three boys, it would definitely be cleaning the toilet, okay. <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. How did you potty train them? Did you do the whole Cheerio thing or did you just go, dudes, I was an example. I didn't care. They just walked in and I was like, hey, I'm, don't get in my stream. I mean, oh. just a lot of peeing in the woods, just, oh. you know, nice. peeing in the backyard, kind of let them run naked until free they range figure children. it out. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm definitely a free range mother. So you're not a helicopter mom. Mm-mm. That's good. No. That's really good. Anti. No, they have to. I'm all, I'm about like safety is important, but safety second. That we're, reminded we're me of learn. that commercial. Uh, mom, I'm hurt. Get a band aid. She's laying there petting her cat. <laughs> no, I'm bleeding. Oh, get two. <laughs> that yeah. That's, that's perfect. Do you remember that one? Yeah. It seems like so. Dear little boys, how old, actually? How old are your kids first? Uh, twelve, ten, and eight. Okay, because mine are. Um, you thinking? Yeah, I really am. <laughs> Sorry, <Help>. Christian. <laughs> 14 and 16, soon to be, wait, is that right? I don't know. They're like 15 and 16, roughly. Um, that's that's it, roughly, I think, because my daughter's going to be 19 soon. Dude, you're a terrible parent right no, now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not good with <laughs> dates. Oh, okay. We I'll don't do it. dates, right? You're a great dad, but you suck with dates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful. I'm always like, dude, what grade are you in? And he's like, oh, I'm in this one. All right, cool. 14, no, I know. 16, 18. Yeah, that's weird. All right, how many parent-teacher conferences have I had to do? <laughs> He's counting them. <laughs> do I even yeah. show up for those? I don't want to go to the principal's office, dude. It doesn't feel good. doesn't matter how old you get. It's awful. He's getting flashbacks. I am. <laughs> they, they remember. <laughs> so <laughs> seeing the, like, the, the nom helicopters. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Your dad's Tristan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love me, though. So that's cool because, I mean, so you're actually, you've gotten past Ryan's childhood age <laughs> and his current mental age. 
right? My my child's age is five, what? Yeah, she's past that with her kids. Yes, but sure. still in your mental age range. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we got this. Okay. How's the coffee? I don't know. Why I'm following you with where you're going with that, but there's no coffee in it actually. By what the is way. that? It's a smoothie. It's got cacao and vanilla protein. Oh, cool. Okay. Banana. In the wellness bar. Yep. Not super wellness, but okay. I know it's loaded to calories and all that. Whatever. I won't talk about fitness sure. today. We did that yesterday. No, I mean like three days ago. Fatness. So, <laughs> single mom, three boys. What has there been any really challenging moments for you? I mean, just trying to get on their level. Because as a guy, I can relate to my my boys and go like, "Man, I did that. And I get it." Yeah. But like for my daughter, it's harder because I'm like, I don't. Mm. Boys are easier. Than I don't understand girls though. I I don't know about that. Boys well, are primal. outside. I mean, it doesn't boys, get really any easier than well, that's true. Yeah, but boys are boys <laughs> are primal. Easy. Girls are more mental, emotional. Mm-hmm. I just so, spent an hour and a half at Walmart looking for one shirt. What do you mean? My son walks in, gets it, gets out. Well, girls like options. I think. <laughs> Razzle, frazzle. I'm fortunate to have three boys. I think that that was God's plan for me because I'm in a lot of ways. I think I think like a dude. Like I am feminine and I appreciate that side of myself. But I also have this like I'm not really emotional and I'm not. So you're centered. Um, yeah, I'm just like a really grounded person that I, my boys love to be outside in nature and bike riding and sports and I'm into all of that. And um, so I, I honestly feel like having a girl would be a really foreign thing to me. I'm not sure I would thrive at it. And I mean, obviously, I'm sure your upbringing has some to do with that. You're a small town kid. Mm-hmm. So like a little more. I don't want to say relaxed, but I think that that does probably. I think that's a huge effect. I mean, I grew up in a little place that had like one flashing red light. Yeah. We didn't even have that. That's all. That's really small then. Yeah. Yeah. Farm town. Um, Did you have Buffalo around? Nope. We had Buffalo (laughs) everywhere. It was crazy. (laughs) What? Enterprise, dude. Oregon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Buffalo there? Yeah. So remember, okay. The shack was, was all about Willow Lake and and Joseph, right? Enterprise is six miles away across. I know where it's at. Right? Spent but yeah, no, like when you're actually, when you were driving in as I was growing up, if you're driving into it from, um, from the North or from the West, from the West, okay. you're driving in, well, that's only like one major river, like road that gets in there. There's a crap ton of Buffalo farms that were just always oh, lined up there. Yeah. That. I've never noticed that. So I always came in from the North. Mm. Cause you'd like, I remember there was like a Napa auto parts on the right and you hang a left and you go to Joseph. Like that was, well, that was straight through town up and over. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little spot where you go over a bridge. I almost died on the bridge, okay. um, floating it because I didn't know how to swim. It was oh, pretty yeah, awesome. Was that story I remember you telling <laughs> me about. That. Like I almost died that one. Time. If you go to the southern part of the town, uh, <laughs> that's where we, that's where we snuck onto. Um, there was like this guy's property who had died, so me and my brother and his friend snuck onto the property, and we're just kind of going through the house looking at it, you know, like not looting but looking around. Um, and I found a skunk and I picked it up and threw it over a fence. I was young. Don't ask. Uh, and then we almost died because there was a wild stallion out there that was effing crazy, dude, just effing crazy. And it tried to kill us. Yeah. I've got some stories from enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like crime actually, but okay. It's not crime. If nobody knows statute of limitations is probably more up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> I, I say that cause like growing up in Clarkson, we would, now I'm going to, well, no, no, I can't get in trouble now. I'm like 36. So what are they going to do? Take my driver's license from me? Uh, we would play tag with our cars. 
but with paintball guns, driving around town, literally drive by shooting each other. <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. It was awesome. That it sounds was, totally awesome. It was we awesome. We did that on motorcycles. It was so awesome. And uh, yeah, no, that was a ton of fun. That my uh, my best friend's dad, or one of my best friends, his dad was a sheriff. And uh, yeah, so we got away with a lot. Except when he wasn't with us. <laughs> yeah. We got some stern talking twos, but like, I'm like, are you going to tell our parents? No. So I don't know. Lucky that way. That's I would good. die if I went that way. Yeah. Forget my, <laughs> my dad would kill me. <laughs> so straight up. Um, Kobe, is this your first time on a podcast? It is. Yeah. Are you nervous? Uh, no. Or are you comfortable? I don't really get nervous about many things. I, you know, I just, whatever unfolds, unfolds. So when you go on dates, do you still carry that same confidence? I do. I have really gotten to a place with dating where it I'm just showing up who I am and I'm hoping that the other person is doing the same and if it if it works, if there's sparks, if um you know it vibes as a lot of people say then mm-hmm. um then we go with it and if it doesn't then we walk away and we learn something and um I just, there's no point in being nervous about it. How, I'm not going to ask how many dates you've gone on, but how many people <laughs> that you've been on dates with have the same confidence? Do they really know who they are, like like truly? Because most people have no clue who they really are. So when they go into a room of, of people, they're just, they're overcompensating for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely met a combination, I would say, of men. And um, it's because I am pretty in tune with who I am and what I'm looking for, I've like established my boundaries for, mm-hmm. for life and for relationships. Um, it's, it's become easier to spot the people who are not living authentically. They don't know who they are. And um, it's like oozing out of them, yeah. you know, they're, they're not confident or maybe they're um, they seem confident, but it's like, it's a friend. No, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So why don't you tell the Do you really want to, Ryan? No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell that. Um, (laughs) No, no. no. Uh, Not yet, at least. Um, No, like, because I know what you do. But, like, tell the people listening, like, what you're about. Like, because you started something pretty cool. And to me, it's like, it's outside the box because it's not what you think of every, you know. Obviously, you're a very talented photographer. Um. And you've kind of leveraged that, but also with your experience in the dating world into starting something pretty darn cool. So if you want to like clue us in kind of on what you're doing, it's yeah. give yourself a it's shout pretty out. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On, yeah. On all, everything you do, like shout out. Yeah. yeah. Followers and all that fun stuff. Too. Um, well, I really just, I mean, we live in a world where let's face it. Most of the dating we do, um, the source of that is online dating, mm-hmm. um, you know, creating a profile and, um, really just having a good online presence and from the female side of things, um, and no offense to any of you, but men take terrible pictures of themselves. I'm going to start deleting um, all of mine right now. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, and maybe not all men, but there's a huge group of them that do. And I you think mean, you don't like fish pics. I mean, gym, I actually, gym selfies. I mean, come on. Gym selfies are a no. <laughs> Fish pictures. That's actually like, oh, this guy has this guy has real hobbies. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like posing next Wait, to the a gym's not a hobby. Sports. Car. I mean, the gym's a hobby. And sports cars aren't hobbies. 
They are. They are. I feel awful, so I can't wax my vehicles anymore. <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm taking notes. We're, we got this. It's, it's <clears throat> just those things come across as cocky. And that's not attractive. It's the overcompensation and look at the money I have and look at what I do in my body and nothing that actually adds value. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of join my photography business with um, this new dating business. It's called Honest Dating. And it's really just like if you feel like, well, maybe you don't even feel like, but if you're not getting dates via online dating apps, then you might want to consider what you're putting out there for people to see like are your pictures good are they clear are they um are they from 10 years ago I mean, you are, don't like exactly. the, the elevated selfie from about four feet above your head no, you gotta do it. that to, to hide the double chin that's yeah. what tucks it up yeah angles are important they i are. would agree with and that lighting yeah. lighting is also important filtering but the crap out of your picture yeah i think i just want to blend like yeah. being honest and authentic about who you are but also like Making sure that looks attractive to other people. Like angles are everything. Lighting's everything. Um, so being real, like we're not trying to be fake on mm-hmm. dating apps, but but presenting yourself well. Like you wouldn't throw together a crappy resume or fill out your LinkedIn profile with like really shitty grammar. So why are you showing up on a dating app not putting your best foot forward. And I that's what I want to help people with. Write your profile well. Tell about yourself um, in a really concise, accurate way. And have really good pictures. And, you know, also, though, too, you got to preface, like, this is for the serious person. You're not, like, doing Tinder profiles to where, like... Yeah, I'm not against. T- I'm not saying <laughs> Tinder. Actually, real things can happen. From I Tinder. know my best friend got married at f- yeah. a Tinder date. Yeah, I think that um, it's like anything else. You have to weed out. Um, it, I mean, it's garbage. really like uh, the garbage. It's any anything in life. There's going to be the dirt bags, mm-hmm. and there's going to be the good people, and you just have to sort through it. You know, it's like, yep. and that, how I've approached online dating because it's tough as a parent. I mean, like you get it, like to where. If you go on a date with somebody, you know, I might drag it on for a while, like probably longer than I should asking somebody out because I don't want to waste my time. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I always like kind of I'd probably ask maybe either too many questions or I ask in-depth questions because I want to know if this person's a psycho before I ever go on a date with them. So I don't waste my time there either. Um, And you can like totally fire back at me like, dude, don't do that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's. As 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 the parent though, like you don't want to spend your time on things that are you know is automatically going to mean out. Yeah. And so like, how do you? Because I used the verse last week when you're we talking like, you know, how do you judge a fruit? You know, judge a tree by its fruit. Yeah. You know, a good tree can't produce bad fruit. A bad tree can't produce good fruit. So you have to like ask the right questions and in the right order and manner yep. in order to get that information from the people. It makes it really difficult when you date because people hide too, and that's the crappy mm-hmm. part. So like, you can go on a date. And that person is completely and totally different in person than they were. I think that's the best the thing about social media. You remember how I said I was like, oh, yeah, I, you have to be my friend on Facebook first before I'll date you. Because huh. I want to see all the random crap you're throwing out there. And if you're throwing out garbage, it's not going to work out. Yeah. We're just friends. And that's okay. Yeah. I like, that's that. the only safe way. Because people really, really throw their junk out of Facebook. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, there's no filter on that. <laughs> there's no limits. There's we could go off on our tangent <clears throat> of our easy targets that we know of. We um, won't. Uh, there was already we one won't. today. We won't. Really? Did I, did I miss it? Oh, yeah. Hit me up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Man gossip. <laughs> no, when you're framing your pictures, don't put assets in the center and then put your face in the top third. Yeah. I mean, just so many. And I know that's that desperation to say. I know just from having guy friends that it's equally as bad on the female side. Like filters are a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> dishonesty <laughs> about weight or I mean, just there's so many ways to deceive and you know, women do it, too. It's tough, though, because what is average now? Like when you fill out weight. Like what's average? Because average has changed totally now, and you're like COVID yeah. average or normal average. <laughs> like, it, it's really <laughs> true. Like, even in the past ten years, you're like, man, well, am I average or am I overweight slightly or am I athletic? Like, what is my build, right? Athletic, and you'll go on, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, that's an issue. You'll go on. You'll see. You'll you'll if you choose athletic, right? If that's what your preference Are is, you and you look, enough? and it's people that are just working out. And you're like, well, you're not athletic built. You're just in the gym now, like that's not athletic. That yeah. means you're just normal. You move better as a, as a pair. It just, that's no, why, that's why pictures that actually represent the person are so important. Yeah. And it, it it's kind of going to be like the trickle effect. Like a little bit of people are going to do it and they're going to tell their friends and, and then we're going to hopefully make it more honest out well, there when did you, in the dating world. When did you know that you were ready to start dating again? Um, that's a deep, I mean, I'm going whoop, right off the cliff right, right. Bat, but yeah. yeah. I will be really honest with you. I started dating like right after I got divorced. And just to, to kind of take you back, um, I got married when I was 20. So I really didn't live my younger years at all. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of went out and started dating. And um, I thought I was ready and I wasn't, obviously, but I mean, I did, I tried to date and I think it taught me a lot of lessons, but when I actually like realized I'm a healthy person and I'm ready to consider the possibility of meeting someone that I could create a future with, that wasn't until probably like a year ago. <clears throat> and how old are you now? I'm 34. Ladies, Ryan single. Gentlemen. <laughs> Colby single, <laughs> single, but You're so welcome, selective. I'm like very, very. Selective. No, I mean, and the reason I ask that is, dude, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, that, well, it took hearing that from somebody. I went on a date with someone once, once. It may or may not be <laughs> in this room. Um, that I actually, I don't know if you wanted me to put that out there. Or not. We Colby and I had gone on a date once. I don't yes, know. If, we did. Yeah, and um, I thought I was ready. It took hearing it from her. Like, dude, I'm not ready. <laughs> and like, after I left that date too, I was like, I was one so freaking nervous. Like I've never been that nervous. Like the f- you were the first date I went on after divorce, by the way. Really? Yeah. Wow. How long after was that? <sighs> when was that? It's been quite a while. It was like 2018. And you're four years yeah, out, yeah. right? I'm four years out this okay. summer. So, I mean, it was, I waited almost a year before I went on a date. Um, so it was like right around nine months after divorce. I think we went and had coffee. And I could tell you where we went, like Rocket Bakery. Mm-hmm. And it was a super cool place because I go back there now. Um, they have like legit coffee, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A good and their bacons are good. Um, anyway, so I, I like went in as like, you know, the conversation took a super deep turn and I don't know if it was like me and I got like, cause of my nerves or whatever, but it was like, you know, you want to talk about yourself or whatever else. And I'm talking about like 
divorce. And I'm like, that's a crappy topic for a first date. Um, a little too intense too soon. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I, I was like, Hey, I had a lot of fun and I did. And like, we've stayed in contact since. Um, but it was like hearing from her, like, she's like, I don't know if you're ready. And I'm like, and then I don't even know I, what response it was, but I think that was also code though, for I'm not ready. Like mm-hmm. I recognize that I'm not ready as yeah. well. I think it's really important. So, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's for men. I feel like we actually, start falling into ourselves or start learning ourselves at like 34, 35 ish. Right. And you really, I mean, it feels like every year after that, you get, just get better and better and better. Cause you start opening up more. When I, when do you think women do that? When did you start feeling like, Hey, I know who I am now. And I know that this is who I'm going to be forever or it's getting better. Was it like 30 ish? Um, I think it's like, it's ever changing. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever fully know who I am. You know, I think I have a really good idea. And like I said, I've developed boundaries for relationships and things that I want in life. And, um, but I think it's, it's ever changing. I do think that it happened earlier for me because I kind of had to like grow up and be a mom really Mm -hmm. fast. And so yeah, I mean that's that's kind of been my number one purpose my okay. entire life is being a mother. Did you have any any help as a mom, or was it just you? Was he out of the picture all the way, or what, what happened? No, um, we were married for nine years, well, almost nine years, and um, really just I w- got pregnant in college, and that's kind of why we got married, and mm. we really tried to like patch things up and make it work and. Um, keep it together. We grew up, both of us, with religious backgrounds, and that's kind of what you do. And yep. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. and um, What we perceive as the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like any person struggling in your marriage, in their marriage, um, I we thought having kids would help. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this once. We did talk about this once. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, I wouldn't trade my kids for anything. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're they, I've grown substantially as a person because of them. I, they humble me in so many different ways, but, um, but yeah, that's having kids is not a solution to a failing marriage. No, never adding stress on more stress and then compounding the stress doesn't add, doesn't make it better. No. It's like juggling yeah, flaming torches and then somebody hands you a baby. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, now you have to juggle that with a diaper. With the yeah. diaper. Full. yeah, exactly. I just, it's funny because like a lot of people, did you sleep very much when your children were babies? Did they sleep through the night? No. So like, I think for like six years straight, I had a child not sleeping through the night. And so. And so isn't it funny that that happens and then we go, let's add another baby. It's going to get better. Yeah. No, let's, let's stop. Let's start sleeping more and see if that helps out a little <laughs> bit maybe. Because right. I think that's more beneficial than, you know, having another child to take care of. Yeah. I think there's, there are every phase of relationship or there's like different phases that you go through, right? And having small children is like walking through hell for a relationship. It's beautiful, but it's also like exhausting. And it's impossible sometimes to develop a relationship and keep it and nurture it when you're 
literally just trying to survive. Well, it takes all the issues and magnifies them. I mean, if you notice like where you might have strife in your relationship, it's like, well, the the free time that you do get together finally is now focusing solely on that one issue Mm -hmm. instead of being able to enjoy everything and have the holistic picture. Like you start seeing that one little thing that bugs you. So the next time I get a free moment to tell my spouse, like that's what they're going to hear. Yeah. And that's so easy to go there in a failing relationship. Like, it, it's tough. I, I totally resonate with that. Like, it's brutal. How were the, uh, like, how was, like, the household chores and stuff done? Was it just you? Or I, was yeah. it, or did he step up? And I stayed at home with the kids. He, um, well, in the beginning of having small children, he was in school. He's a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And um, so really, like, I, I left college because I was pregnant, number one. But... Number two, I mean, I finished college, but I did it online. I like bailed on my program. I was going to do interior design and um, he wanted to go on to chiropractic school. And so we were, that required us to move to Iowa. And so I just kind of gave up what I wanted to do to do that. And you compromised for his good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's my ringtone. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely compromised. I mean, but I also had a a heart to be a mom. So I felt like I was doing what I needed to do. Do you think that's that like the having a heart for being a parent is getting lost to that? Yeah, I think that society is really telling us that it is that we should do things for ourselves and we should. It's like me, me, me. What do you want to do? What do you know? Who are you? Take time to figure you out. And I think those are important things. But I also think we've kind of lost the concept of um, community and the village and like the fact that having children really is a blessing. It doesn't mean you have to. If you doesn't don't want that, to, it doesn't mean you get a, don't have fun anymore either. Like, but like I think about my life, I mean, yes, sometimes having kids is incredibly hard, yeah. but I think about my life when I'm 80 and what that's going to look like. And I'm thinking like big picture here. I want the children that I raised to bring their children to my house. Like that's the kind of life I'm looking for. And if I'm living and I'm not saying everybody who has the, no desire to have kids is living a selfish life. That's not what I'm getting at here. But if I am just living for myself now, I think it's going to lead to a lot of loneliness later. Oh, a massive amount of Oof. loneliness. That was a deep statement. Yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah. Too many people are. I mean, like, yeah. how, many, how often do we look at Facebook and we see um, those single moms? And I'm not calling just moms because dads do it too. But those parents that are just like, oh, hey, I got a new Gucci bag or I'm out partying again or whatever. And you're like, well, I know you've got at least two or three kids. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. And all these pictures. And then they're like, oh, hey, how come you've got the uh, the anklet on? Because of the alcohol, right? Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? That blows my mind away. Yeah. Yeah. Do you it's, think it's it's all being promoted through like um, just pop culture, the media? Hey, everything's all about us. If you don't like me then whatever, get over yourself. It's just that this is who I am and deal with it. And people don't really even know who they are. Yeah. I really think that it's a, 
this is this is going to get like a little deep on my own personal perspective, get but I really think that it's an attack on society, and I think that it's a mastermind. Like the the more self absorbed and um, just overall inconsiderate people become, um, really overall the weaker they become, mm-hmm. um, and that's weak people are easy to manipulate. And so I like my personal belief is that's kind of what's what's going down. And I think that's why social media has even come to life, because if we have people comparing one another on a regular basis, comparing themselves to an unrealistic image, it's just it's a constant. I don't know. It's just a breakdown of um, strong people. I think we're just getting weak. Well, you're like subscribing, to, subscribing to group think. I mean, it's yeah. Group think. And just like it's those things are creating division. Hmm. Well, so the, the me, me, me concept um, was developed a long time ago, obviously in writings and books to ruin Western society. And that was, that's a real thing. We know that. Um, it's interesting that we've developed this whole, it's all about me, um, but we want a mass population thinking that same thought process so they feel like they're together. Yeah. Back in, what, the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s, it was community thought. It was what is actually better for everybody? What's right. the greater thing? Um, and, and how do we deal with that? So it's crazy that as we started that trend of thinking, except me for me, and that's that. And I'm not going to change for anybody. And I shouldn't have to change for anybody. We started going downhill. I mean, literally, it's all the media, everything. Junior, what are your thoughts? I agree with everything you guys are saying, or I would have opened my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think that it's just, it's it's sad to see. It just, it's hard as a parent to know that, like, my kids are going to grow up in this place where, um, it's, and I know I grew up in a small town, and sometimes that's even different than city well, in a small life, town, like the camaraderie, the community. Um, yeah, but that's a natural. Or when you're broke down on I mean, the like, side of the road, yeah. you know somebody's going to stop and help. There's you. negatives yeah. also with a small town. Small town, oh, I sure. think, the, because <laughs> the connotation with a small town though is like what we should be, right? I mean, that's like the good old days, right? Yeah. We we always talk about thinking about it, longing for you know life in a small town like it used to be. You know, well, what have we done to it? We've bastardized what life should be. I mean, like, let's be honest. And, like, we've really changed. We've changed the family construct. Like, we're now finally at a stage to where relationships break up now more frequently. Marriages especially more frequently than they stay together. You know, well, like, no one's fighting really for it. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a society where people go to church less now than ever in history. Um, I mean, so like you really, we can start laying down the, the heavy, heavy work and it starts there. I mean, honestly, they're like, you know, people can say that we're not a Christian nation. I don't give a crap. Like let's look at the construct of faith and look at what the foundations of faith are built upon. That is how we got morality, like fight me on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we start throwing those things away, it's no, no one, like, it's not a surprise that things are now falling apart. Like, let's be honest. And, you know, like we've lost decent people because or decency in people 
Well, we've lost decency in people because we've been putting ourselves first. Yeah. I think we've become what I call like a disposable society where we just throw things away if they don't work. And, and I, I've had people come at me and say, well, you're divorced. So you just, you know, but (laughs) what it comes down to is, um, it's valuing yourself and valuing other people. And when you're doing that, then the right things start to unfold in life. Um, Divorce divorce is not a bad thing. No, Mm -mm. I think divorce can be very, I mean, I don't want to say it's healthy. Like, and then, like I said, my whole mindset on divorce was changed when my pastor told me, he's like, God doesn't hate people because they're divorced. Mm -hmm. He hates what divorce does to people. It is anti-God because it it creates division. Mm -hmm. That is the antithesis of God and everything. If you want to say, what is Satan? Satan is nothing but separation from God. And so if anything that repre- what represented God and like where marriage was created by man and woman to be together in one and be one with God, divorce separates that. And that's why he doesn't like the act or not the act, but he doesn't like the representation because it creates, I mean, like, let's raise our hand. Who has a great relationship with their ex? Like, you know, after divorce, which one? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, I would say Good for you. I was asked to be the best man at carries. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay. But so the whole issue there is it's not necessarily the person, like maybe I'm a schmuck, who knows, right? Yeah. Or it's that they grew enough to accept that, right? It's so like, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It, it might not be me, it might be them. They're, they're I don't have me. endearing feelings for my divorce. Let's put it that well, way. Yeah, and you're not yeah. going to. Yeah. But yeah. you can still care about the person and accept them as friends. Absolutely. You know, hey, yeah. hey, it didn't work out with us. I get it. We just weren't compatible. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to take a commercial real quick? Do we? Yeah, because I had to pause that before it blew up in our ears again. We like it. Man, Ryan, you ruined the fun. All right. (laughs) We will take a uh, short commercial break. Ryan, you want to? Hey, we're back. That was it. (laughs) Holy smokes. It was a tough one. Yeah. That was a good one. We had to make it through that one. We had to listen to us. Um, But yeah, so we've got Colby Rasmus, and she's here with us. And uh, Junior's back with Tristan and myself again. And... uh, Talking about the topic of dating. Jim, do you like that chair better or do you like the other chair better? Which one? I think it's nice. She might need a better chair. You're so (laughs) a man of many words today. Yeah, you're really giving (laughs) us a whole lot today. Give us a synopsis of the chair. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. (laughs) I'm honestly sitting here going, I want to go to the park. (laughs) I feel like a puppy. It's nice out. It's super good. It is beautiful, yeah. Um, Junior, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second, if you don't mind. And it's not going to be too deep, so you don't have to punch me later. Um, you know, with what, what you've been through and are going through, right? We talked about in the last couple episodes. You know, if if things don't turn out how you hope, what is the scariest part of being single again? I think everybody's kind of, like she said, like Kobe said, I want to see my kids have children and then show up. And I picture myself at a cabin on a lake somewhere, probably like everybody else, but I want the grandchildren to come over and I want to better my children better than me. So I can see my kids try to better their children. And then I want to see that growth and that coming to, to my, my place, wherever I'm at. And I want to be able to look back and I mean, that's your legacy. You know what I mean? Like everybody, Everybody wants their family to go 
the distance and just be strong. But she's right. Like it used to be about how can we help each other? And now people have just been selfish. I mean, it's that way. And I don't think America is getting weaker. I think it's just gotten easier. I think I've said that before where with social media and internet and everything for stupid people to talk. And so they got their soapbox and they're shouting out. And then there's the alpha men and everybody out there that just looks at them and shake their head. And we're not speaking up and calling them on their shit. So people think it's true. (laughs) You're speaking of stupid people talking and we've got a podcast. (laughs) I I get it. But I mean, (laughs) we're solid with that. Yeah. So do you have any fears about going into the dating world? I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I, I would almost rather just be single. Just keep it just me and the kids almost in a sense. I get it. But I, I have wrapped my head around that more than – like I said last time, I think I said it. More than likely, it's not going to work out. Mm. I mean, fuck, it's been two years. She's lived in an apartment somewhere else for the last year and longer than a year. And so I'm kind of wrapping my head out of like, hey, it might be a pipe dream doing the whole Christian, like trying to keep my family together and fight for it and everything else. But um, God wants your heart. He doesn't care about your marriage. Well, I mean, I guess I mean, the better question is marriage, that, but he wants your heart more than anything. So your son's already 18, right? Mm-hmm. And your daughter is 15, 14? Yeah. Okay. 14. So you've got like four years left there also. Well, in, see, that's what I was going to say is on what you said last time. This is something I was going to read that I shared with Tristan. I I think I shared it with you. you is, it, what, is it the message you sent yeah, to me? Yeah, that message. Yeah, that Isn't was that awesome. crazy? That was awesome. Like my, my son just Dude, turned 18. That. He listened to our last podcast. And he just basically looked at me and I was re-listening to it and getting ready to go to the gym and everything. And my son heard it and he wakes up. I get up pretty early. I get up 4.35 a.m. And uh, he comes in, sits down next to me and he's like, dad, can we talk? And he basically was like, um, I'm going to read it because I, I don't want to screw it up. But um, It's beautiful. He says, um, Dad, I started thinking God gave us two arms, two legs, two lungs, two eyes, two ears, like everything comes in pairs, but we only have one heart. And I believe that he meant that. So our significant other is that one that completes us. But when you think about it, you use one arm too much and it'll get sore or one leg too much. You get cramps like it hurts. He goes, basically, he was like, I think people weren't meant to be alone. He was like, you need to find that other heart out there that's like yours and you'll have a happy long well, life. And, he, and I was just, I was blown away because yeah, I mean, he's awesome. yeah. he just turned 18. He's like, dad, you deserve to be happy too. And mom, don't make you smile. Well, and anymore. he was looking and also look at your physical stuff that you're going to. I mean, you came on our podcast after just seeing the cardiologist and literally- you're uh, dying of a broken heart. Yeah, I didn't even know that broken heart syndrome shit was real, but apparently it is. But long story short, I've been doing good, working on myself, trying awesome. to keep distance and everything. And yeah, so so you're feeling better. Yeah, they took it off, and I'm doing much right. better, and trying to keep. But that statement was from a from a kid. Yeah, that's I mean, oh, I know that's oh. profound. But wow. for my son to look at me and be like, "Dad, you deserve to be happy too," and you, I would like to see you smile again. I was just like, I think that's every oh. child's wish. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we, so growing up as a kid that just had my mom, right. Um, I wanted a father figure and I got that from my dad, Mark. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there were times where it was like, you know, 
you kind of want your real parents together. Sure. Right. But it's almost, it is, it's a pipe dream in itself. And it's, I don't know why even kids even think of that. Cause the older I get, the more I'm like, wow, why did I even think that at one point in time? Like, what is, what was the, the meaning behind it? I just wanted to see my mom happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's all kids want from us. Well, I think they, they also want you to see not necessarily, and it depends, I think, on how fresh the, the split is or whatever, too. Because my son says it all the time. Hey, Dad, why can't you and Mom just get together so she can come back and live here? Mm-hmm. Well, he never remembered her living there in the first place. Yeah. So he thinks that it was like that there's a possibility that it's going to happen again. And, you know, I'm like... I just think that's a young, it's a young thing. It's it's a desire that he wants it because he's also asked for a mom at my house Mm -hmm. and something really cool. The the counselor I see and I like kind of came up with, it was a super cool project and his response was amazing. Like it blew me away, but because I told her, I was like, he asks for a mom at my house all the time and not his mom, but a mom. He like wants that presence there. And I was like, I can't just go meet some willy-nilly person off the street and like make that happen like that you has to be built so i tell him like told him that like you know having a mom here has to be built so how about we like let's play a game right now like let's build what you want that mom to look like like what would you want her to be like and that was what we went through with the council it was awesome like if you so if you're struggling with with like your kids that sounds fun actually it was was like what what would she be like like what, what were her favorite things to be want her to be and like well i want her to like ice cream I'm like boom five-year-old answer right there like <laughs> which was Man, awesome but yeah but <laughs> I, I was like well more than that like what else would you want and he's like well i'd want her to, to read to me or i would want her to um you know go on trips with us mm-hmm. and like we could go to the oregon coast together or like we can go to the museum of flight and like these things that he loves doing and like had a great time doing he wants that other person to join and i'm like i'd love that too I would on I would love that too. And I was like, would you want siblings? Yeah. I want I want brothers or a brother and a sister. And I'm like, do you want like older or younger? He's like, I want to be the baby. <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> 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 nice. we'll, we'll see if we can make that happen. But uh you know, like laying through that with him, like, cause he's joining me in this too. Like I can be selfish about my divorce and how much struggle it's brought and strife it's bought. And like how the difficult the dating process has been, it's going to have like, if that difficulty is on me too, he's going to see that too. And he, five-year-olds, he has like, he, mm-hmm. he's vocalized it enough to be able to say, I want a mom here. He knows that there's something missing. And that's a pretty powerful and poignant piece well, for kids want, I think for hearing from my, my kids are older though, but here my kids want, you know, stability it to be full, like yeah. a whole home. Mm-hmm. But it's like my son, it's like my son and my daughter have said, like, if she's not fighting for you, why are you still fighting for her? Stop. And so it's got to be scary because, I mean, your kid's younger. So I would think, honestly, that that's got to be scarier for you because I'm sitting here going, shit, my kids are older. I have no problem if I have to being alone and yeah. be in my little cabin all by myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's got to be hard. Well, I don't want to be like bitter old single guy. Like I, and and I'm not saying you have to be, if you're single, like you don't have to be single mm-hmm. and you know, you have to be aware of like things that you walk into though in a relationship, like, like I've got my, my non-negotiables. Like I have, and you could tell me if those are bad or not. I think they're healthy. Like, I think you've got to have to have an idea. You do. Oh no. What, I, you can't settle. And I get told that. Like, remember what we yeah, talked about? Yeah. We talk about what we've talked about too is like, you're too picky. 
And I freaking hate that because it's like, then, so I just need to settle then. Like I need to like forget my desires of my heart and things that are healthy for me and just pick somebody that like gives me a handful of those. And like, that's okay. I I think you should, the tree sways both ways. So you should be able to give a little bit and take Mm -hmm. a little bit, but you should have an understanding and have some ground rules. Yeah. But like, I think the most turn off, you're right. Right. So that trunk's going to be the biggest turn off. Your non-negotiables. If you're watching, like we were talking about watching women and when they're with their kids, if, if she's like, oh, it's okay. And he's out there with a corn on the cob. Beating somebody else. Beating somebody else at it. You're welcome. At the park. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, hey, you should get your kid. And she's like, ah, oh, he's just being a kid. You're like, no. Okay. So no. Junior and I, we we had this discussion and we, um, parenting is a big deal. Like a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And you can see how someone parents to their children. And if the children are little jackasses, mm-hmm. then you automatically, I'm walking. It's a turnoff. Like it's huge. Instantly. Yeah. It's not, I mean, like if if I don't see love, if I don't see respect from that kid, if I don't see whatever, then I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah. If, if you're well, raising little jackasses, then too. you're not, you're not respecting yourself That's enough to a, raise good kids. It's a reflection of your parenting yeah. idea. Cause and I don't, I don't see in this shit all the time either. Well, I mean, Hi. how are you? The and, coffee. <clears throat> <laughs> They're pushing their shit. Together. Oh, but, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's true because it really, let me throw myself at you. I know. No, if you're getting into a relationship with someone with kids, you have to co-parent. That's just period. Right. Yeah. Um, and we, we talked about this also is that there's, there's a struggle when it comes to being a parent and then having a relationship because you have to accept that that person's now going to be punishing your kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking like right away, but there has to be enough respect given that you can go, okay, I understand that you have to step up too. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan's struggling with this <laughs> right away. They're gonna no, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm looking I'm, at Ryan and I can think of some chick going up to Ryan's kid. Whoopsh, and Ryan, oh, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm listening to this and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm totally well, agreeing. So, like, uh, I, no, no physical discipline. No, like, no. I, that would never come from another no, person. I, no, I was t- I'll tell it you. Depends. I'll tell you a story. And, right? Well, no, wait. Let me let me finish. It words. goes to what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Good. Okay, we'll finish mine first. Though. Yeah. Go ahead. So with with my ex Amy, the boy's mom, right? Um, her. I'm not the biggest fan of their family dynamic and whatever it is, what it is. I'm not living there. Right. For reason. And that's part of the thing, but the, my boys struggled with respecting her husband. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they would go, if you touch me, my dad will come in here and beat your ass. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would, and we, I know junior, you would also, <laughs> but the issue is that I had to step back and go, okay, is there a legitimate cause for them being punished? Right? Yeah. Is he, if he is punishing them, if, if they get spankings or whatever, because they were young at first, right? If he's spanking them, is it for a good purpose or is it because he's spanking them? And then I had to address these are viable things and these aren't viable things, right? Right. But if I take away his power in his home, then my kids will walk all over him all the time. Right. And I'm not helping their mother. And in that, in their eyes, they look at it and go, well, I only have to respect my dad and that's it. So I had to step back and go, you know what, guys, if you're schmucks, I'm giving them full range to do whatever they need to do. Yeah. If you want to act out in the house that he provides for you and your mother, that's not going to fly anymore. Yeah. And that's where I step up and say, yes, there are situations where if physical spanking is a thing, okay, I get it. He has to show dominance um, in, he shouldn't be dominant in a physical way. And that's never right. But 
if that's where it needs to go because they're not respecting either of them, I have to give them the leeway to do that. Yeah. It's a struggle because you don't, don't I'm have like, to yeah. fire you, <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, yours are old enough, so. <laughs> I was like, no. about yours too. Oh, well, you're like, to I don't have a problem going back. I have no problem. <laughs> no, I, in, a, in a sense, I don't agree with that. Like, honestly, I, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be real. Yeah, sure I'm just going to be honest. I honestly don't think if you're a step parent, you should be putting your fucking hands on a kid. Especially if, I mean, I get it. You should discipline the child. What age are we talking about? That's different. I, okay, hold no, on. So no, 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 you're real. You're right. You're right. You're, but you're not when, wrong. But when I was young, but, dude, when the boys applies, were young, but, yeah. it was. I mean, if your man, kid's an asshole, he needs a spanking. Yep. But if he's trying to just be one of those guys, let's face it. Like, I know some like later. Hey, here's a picture of me, and he's got a cock picture. Well, Whatever you know, and that's why you have to define. You, those. you can definitely tell what type of guy he is just by meeting him once mm-hmm. or twice. Mm-hmm. And you obviously know your ex. That's why you're split up or you're splitting up. You grew apart. Well, and if it, there's the imbalance. There I have, too. Like, I have yeah. two. So yeah. my ex, um, with my first child, I love her, her, like her husband. Like he honestly asked guy. me, Jimmy like is a great yeah, is. fucking guy. And my first daughter, destiny, my oldest, um, she has a child now. I don't agree on some of the parenting that she did, but Carrie did what she had to do at the time. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, she dated some guys That's that I would love to jump in my truck. And I flat out told him, I'll go, I'll go to California, I'll beat your ass. But she met Jimmy. Jimmy's good. Jimmy asked, like he'd be like, hey, hey I'm not overstepping, I'm doing this, or this is what your kid did. And at first he was nervous. And I was like, Jimmy, you're the like you. You're her dad. You're providing food, clothing, everything. That's your home. I can't take that from you. But I honestly can't see Jimmy bending her over and beating her ass either but he did for no discipline reason. for no reason yep he's a great guy so i can see that aspect of it but it's, honestly i think it just depends on your child like yeah. if you know your kid's a little asshole throwing corn on the cob at some people or whatever or you know your you know your kids so honestly i think that's kind of an iffy subject because i, I swear like, to god somebody spanked your kids or spanked my like Everybody knows there, if you're there'd be family, there'd be issues. Family, uh, there'd be yeah, issues. But, like, and, and there would be issues, but we would have to understand the reason behind it. We'd have right. to, I mean, and I would stop you from doing anything stupid because I would go, dude, let's, let's find out what the reality is. You just, you can't get into a relationship with somebody and then go, these are my kids only. And I'm going to emasculate you the entire time. No, let you me don't want to emasculate them, right. but. But that's what you do. If you don't allow them to step up and discipline and be a parent, then you're stripping them of all their rights. Why are they there? What's the point? Let me take yeah. a turn on this real quick. Was this too deep? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. Because it's, what about instead of the discipline aspect, how do you feel in turn? Because I know some people struggle with this. Somebody loving your kid. That's like your kid saying, I love you to a step parent. Because I know like I have buddies that like can't handle it. Like their kids have a great relationship with their stepdad and it like hits them. and like, dude, then step up your game, man. Like get over yourself. Yeah. I think he needs to work on himself more if he's having a problem with it. Because, when I first heard Jimmy call my daughter, when I first heard my daughter call Jimmy dad and him tell her, Hey, I love you. I, I was flattered that he was willing to step up where I left off and I failed and come into that relationship and take on responsibility for my daughter. Mm -hmm. So I was actually, I looked up to him in a sense, like, and I think that's why he invited me to their wedding and stuff. Cause I would seriously beat somebody's ass for him too. The crazy part is that junior and I look at things differently, right? So there are no step parents. No, there isn't family's family. Doesn't if, happen, yeah. if they're not, they're fucking, then their acquaintances yep. 
high by beyond. Yep, it's pretty. It's pretty. Like I got to know you. If somebody messed with your kid and they spanked you, you'd be like, "Are you junior?" It's it's okay. And I would be like, (laughs) "You made you made your you made your decision. Now I need to make mine." But that's just how I. I'm a very family. Family to me is everything. And I grew up in a small town, and I grew up in a in a city. I've kind of, I have a a wide. I bounced around a lot. Let's just say, but. To to be honest, I've I've lived a lot and I've wore many hats and I honestly don't agree that you need to put your fucking hands on any kid. Period. There's other ways of disciplining, but I mean, if your kid walked up to me and punched me in the face, I'm gonna have my kid beat your kid's ass. But <laughs> like, he needs some respect. But I, that's what I mean. Is like, I don't in know. My, in my house, we talked about it. Yeah. It was a, there are certain things. If you cross this line, this is the punishment. Period. Mm-hmm. You can tap dance on that line all day long, yep. but once you cross it, I you just you made my hand wave. That, that's on you. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I've, I've my kids know what a belt is. They know what a switch is. My kids mm-hmm. know. I got spanked. I mean, I had to cut yeah. my own switch one time. But I mean, oh, you, you see, <laughs> it's like mental warfare, man. Yeah. I think the problem is <laughs> you see where we're all so against. Oh, hey, don't hit your kids or whatever, right? Don't do it angry. I never did it angry. Yeah, yeah don't but, ever discipline your kids mad. But never. like the whole thing mm-hmm. is that how many kids nowadays, these little bastards you see all over the place that aren't being disciplined. I'm putting it out there like that. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ones that like, eat Tide so like, Pods like, and we grew up in small towns, right? <laughs> but it, it's, it's definitely Let's true. Like, think about it. every small town kid out there. They're a little different than these city kids, right? Yeah. And it's because they were punished and because well, they realized that, hey, every outcome. How many has, ever got ripped or lit up yeah, but by you didn't your say, best friend's parents? I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the best part <laughs> yeah. of my life. But, and that's, and, and that's good. And then they because, tell your parents and then you get knows, lit up again. Yeah. Because he knows. Maybe, I, maybe I'm looking at what you said to her differently. I thought you meant like if she's dating someone. Well, no, we're talking about like actual relationship. Like, no, it's like she gets, if Kobe, say Kobe gets married, she finds the right man, lucky dude out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And they've been together for a while and she feels comfortable with her kids saying, Hey, I love you. Or even calling them dad. When they get to that stage, then yes, he has a right to do something. You have, you've, you've molded into that family and you, you're getting your rights. I honestly think there should be like some time. That's just me. So that's what dating is though, isn't it? Yeah, they're dating. dating builds but while that. you're dating, if yeah. if a guy puts his hands on your kid and you're just dating, oh no, not at all. Ooh. I swear no. to God, that's, that's game over. Ooh, we know boy. that. Yeah. Call I'm me. Talking. I will be. Yeah, yeah. no, there Call will be there will be authorities yeah. involved. But I'm yeah. talking that's like, what I thought you so meant. I mean, I mean, okay. so okay, so, they get married, right? Yeah, there, because it, there should be enough time between dating and marriage. There that, should be that that relationship was built, and but we don't obviously, but not in every situation. We don't get to have the say in that too. As the outside parent, you're like, so. But I was bringing. I'm going to hope that that person makes the best decision. Yeah. But the issue right. is that there are too many parents that maintain that this is my child only. It's not yours. You can't discipline them. And that emasculates or brings that, that husband factor or the wife factor down so that the child never learns respect for that other yeah, person. I mean, uh, you need to And that's a problem. So like going to the love subject, right? Sorry, we'll tell you. Yeah, my bad. Right? No, we'd like apologize. our rabbit trail took like a mouse <laughs> trail. But, um, Dude, I think that's pretty profound though. It is. Dude, no, Kobe, it, did it, you, do you disagree? Do you agree? What are your thoughts? Because I know it's tough. Um. I, definitely in the dating phase, I would not. I, I don't well, that's a bad thing, spank yeah. my kids anymore. Yeah, I don't. Like my kids are old enough oh, that yeah. I don't. That's not. They would laugh at you because I. But we you all know, reach that stage. like if yeah, my. <laughs> I well, have I mean, definitely been laughed at by my ten-year-old in particular. <laughs> that did not hurt mom. <laughs> 
do it again. Nice try. But there there is an age range where you stop. And there is an age range where you stop spanking because it's it's not effective. Then you start taking all their favorite things and throwing it away. Monetary effects. Or whatever, yeah. Video games, gone. Mm -hmm. Video games, gone. Skateboard, gone. No, I have literally been told by my 10-year-old, you might want to try that again. Wow. (laughs) So when my kids got to that point, I was like, I know this is your favorite thing. It's going to Goodwill and you're going to bring it. Yeah. Ooh. That's good. Ooh. No, I did. Ouch. Ooh. Dylan, that is good. So at one point, Dylan, I mean, Dylan struggled a bit, right? And he's, he's always, he's, he's one of my favorite kids. I, I shouldn't say it out loud, but he is because he's got a heart of a child. He's a, he loves everybody and everything. Like you give him a baby and he's all about babies. He's just really cool like that. But he was all about Five Nights at Freddy's, the video games. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, you know, I'm going to go out. I'll buy you some stuff. It's all good. And you can buy your own stuff. And then he decided to be a schmuck at school. And not do homework and not all that. And I was like, all right, buddy, pack it all up. It's going to Goodwill. You're going to find some kid around the road playing with us. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Oof. And then eventually um, he got over that and it was all about his hair. And so eventually we ended up buzzing his hair. All gone. Boom. Oof. See you later, dude. You earn this. Right. <laughs> and it, I know it's awful, but no, it's, it's true because bad, you, you, have to start, so. you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Consequences. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I think, you know, we can't remove consequences from our kids and yeah. we can't remove it for ourselves. I think. That's where we're going to have to have Colby on for another one about actually parenting because we're totally going on the wrong topic. I love it though. It's so uh, good though. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I'll stop talking about parenting because I went back to your subject. subject. I'm so get back on it. I'm sorry. Um, But like when you're, but it kind of ties into, because it's one of those stories of like overstepping boundaries way too soon. Um, So Mm, like I'll I'll tell a story, please. So met somebody from church, um, had coffee, right? Just coffee. And it wasn't Colby. <laughs> um, so, I honestly, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. honestly going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to leave this for you. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know so, you're um, so we had coffee. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't like anything that I wanted to really pursue. You drink a lot of coffee. Like, so it was bad I coffee. Drink, I drink a ton of coffee. So it was so picky. Um, I'm a super. Get back to your story. Song. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we were, I was downtown, went on one date, right? One date so far. Like. That same week, I'm downtown with the farmer's market with Owen, like in Coeur d'Alene on Wednesday night. We're just Back walking. when they did that. Nice summer day, right? It was about like, you know, 80 degrees. We're just chilling, cruising. He was in the stroller. We run into the gal that I had coffee with. I'd never introduce my kids to dates. Like, unless they go to my church and I run into them, mm-hmm. I will not introduce them as somebody that I had been on a date with. Mm-hmm. It's just say, hey, this is somebody the dad knows. Um, This person overstepped the boundary, like way too far. So she's like, Hey, can I join you guys on your walk? And I'm like, well, we're going to go down and get ice cream and da, da, da. And she just kept walking with us. And I'm trying to like be nice about it. And I probably should have just been blunt and be like, you know, get out of here. This is time with my kid. Um, See you later. And so, you know, we're walking through McEwen park and I just remember it. And she said something and I actually finally put my foot down. I'm like, you, this isn't this, that's not okay. Um, She's like, oh, he's so adorable. I'm so glad I finally get to see him in person. He's so cute. Like, I love his curly hair. And I'm like, yeah, I love it too. It's great. And like, you know, he can thank me for that. <laughs> um, that's my genetics. All right. Um, and, and, you know, he's like trying to play it off not non creepy way. And then she's like, you know, she's like, well, I mean, if we end up dating seriously, I mean, I wonder how many people would think that he's my kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, I, oh, I, wow. I'm like, I've got to be honest. That's uncalled for. And uh, yeah, um, we'll see you later. And just 
walked and it was the creepiest freaking moment ever. And that is like why I'm like adamant. No, like you cannot meet my freaking kid. Like, well, I, I think stand my ground brutally on that mountain. What you're saying on that, I think it's hard to introduce your kids to someone. So it takes you, you got that time limit and stuff. So uh, yeah. yeah. The, the struggle is that it's, it's the moving too fast. There are some people that are in love with being or wanting to be loved and mm-hmm. being in love and they push and push and push, right? So well, this person was a little bit older than me, and I think that the biological clock was ticking, and there's like the desperation factor kind of worked mm. into that, and it's still not okay. Kobe, <laughs> like, yeah. do you, you know, know what love bombing is? Love bombing? Yeah. Yeah, it's where like someone gets totally infatuated in the beginning and like instantly starts all over. pushing. Yeah. Yep. Just like, let's move in together, let's do this. And we're talking like within months. Yeah. Not like, hey, we've been dating for a while. It's sometimes it's, even weeks. What's like, weird though? This is it. This is the one. So I'm gonna. I'll read some <laughs> I had examples about up, you. Right? Didn't you know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's I'm, when I run fast. Yeah, that's why my date didn't work. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna <laughs> read some examples. Um, <laughs> let me know if you've had any of these. Okay. Right. And we're talking two to four months. Is that a, a fair time frame to say hey, that's too soon? Yes. Okay. So they make grand romantic gestures and give extravagant gifts. Uh, that's kind of the dating thing. I don't think that's too much, right? But if it's grand, we're talking like a someone. Ring. I bought jewelry. Where, where are all these guys who do grand romantic gestures? I'd like a girl to come in and be like, "Here's your new AR." So far, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> I suck. So, so no. that I'm I buy thought, people I'm flowers thoughtful. that I don't that I'm I don't thoughtful. like though. Like I I'm actually, like, have you ever done that? Yeah. Like where you see a friend and you know, hey, she's a single mom. She's not going to get flowers or something. I literally have bought friends or moms that I know that's that aren't okay. going to get anything. No, it's not. I'm finding that out Why is because that not, I've actually had okay. women turn around and go, that's creepy. What? I went, really? I what? wanted to be like, bitch, I didn't want to see you not get nothing. Right. <laughs> and you should have. And so then I know. I'm, so I'm like, give me the fucking flowers back. Give them to the girl next to you. Like I literally have been like, and I'm like, you're hardcore. You obviously don't that's know who the fuck I am. So, well, give me so back okay. the here's the thing. Though, people people have to know the intent behind it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to know you enough to go, okay, I understand his intent and he's just this right. kind of person. Yeah. Um, so, so second week date and I'm like, Hey, well, guess what? We're going to Hawaii. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> I got you a call. Yeah, that has happened to me. Really? What? Yes. That has what? happened. To what? Me. You, you went though. I did not. God damn it. It was a trip for free. You could have met the man over there, Toby. You could have met Jason Momoa. You could have got your slippers. The Mau Mau slippers. The Mau Mau slippers. You could have got your Mau Mau slippers. You could have gone to a haka and met Jason Momoa and happily ever after. And looked at the other guy and went, thank you. Wow. I would have fucking met Jason is happily married. And he is. And he has he has a beautiful little family that I have. I agree. And yeah. Okay, so (laughs) but no, I'm not living vicariously through his wife. I'm not gonna get on a plane with a man that I just pretty much met. Right. So they always whoever you you. were, you fucked up real bad. (laughs) 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 She was asleep on the plane. You know, you know, some no, this is no bullshit. Seriously, listen, Ryan. Some guy sitting in his car right now listening to this podcast and he went, Kobe, Kobe, I know that fucking name. And then and then she went like this. This motherfucker tried to take me on a trip to Hawaii within the first couple days. He's sitting in his car right now and this is what he did. Oh fuck. No, but you gotta add it in the car horn because he just hit his head on the steering wheel. Yeah. I should have took her to coffee. No, just Basically, yeah. no, that didn't work either. So, and then, 
I I'm joking, she, I all right? I'm making the butt of a joke. Sorry. I hope she hits you with that. <laughs> she probably will. So the next one is they always compliment you. <laughs> Compliments are okay. I don't always? see a problem there. Well, it depends, right? If are they excessive, genuine? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Is it every two minutes? Like you, there's a limit. Yes. But yeah. you know, or how many times can I, I mean, it's in the, in the manner and how you compliment too. Cause it's like, if you always saying like, oh man, you're so beautiful. But like, and then you say it again, like two minutes later, like what? Nothing. You're just so beautiful. It's like, all right, now to, you're getting creepy. Yeah. To me, <laughs> so that equ- that's infatuation though. Right? Well, it, yeah. it, when I, when someone's like that with me, it kind of, to me equates that they're not confident in themselves, that they feel like they have to like, Overcompensate. Ooh. Yeah. Now you're getting it, on a topic here. I it like means it. that they like don't, see, they couldn't see themselves. Like they feel like they have to overcompliment me because they can't see themselves on my level. And that's kind They're of, that might, their cover. I don't Do you want think that, that to sound. No, I, I no, that's good. It's like marrying no, up. Is. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Do you think yeah, part of really that is good. that they don't know how to communicate? They don't have anything to talk about, so all they do is go for that. They're yeah. grasping straws. Oh, I think that's a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to you, so I'm just going to compliment you and hopefully so that in, works. So in yeah. these signs, what we're reading off, it's love bombing is two things. It's either infatuation or it's narcissism. Mm-hmm. And it's neither. It, there's no in between. It's either one or the other. And it's someone who has got that puppy love type of idea of what love is, and it's not adult, or they have, they're just trying to control you. So that's why we're reading it. Um they promote excessive communication. I don't know uh, what's excessive. Are we like twenty four seven texting? Is someone that, what that wants is? to text full conversations. That's for me. That's like just pick up the phone, dude. Would call you? me. <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't. I don't like texting. Yeah, like there's I mean, no. In, I don't want to say intimacy or what, but there's like you have to read the emotions and you don't know what the actual emotion texting is, is yeah. devoid of my number one. Quality. Cause I, I'd rather That's just sarcasm. talk. Like if we were, if we're really clicking, let's, let's just fucking talk. Yeah. I can't be sarcastic in text. So <laughs> it's easier in text to be well, like, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Then. They request constant attention. That bothers me. Ooh, needy. That I don't, mm, I don't Immediate. play that game. You're out of here. Mm-hmm. If you're needy, I don't need to make 17 <laughs> minutes of eye contact with you. Every time you walk through the door. Uninterrupted think, and unbroken. Were you thinking about me? No, I was too busy. I was and at work. I, I'm, I'll be honest. I've been honest before, and I'm like, so I, I dated a person one time, and they went off and got their hair done. And I'm like, great, you're getting your hair did. I'm a single dad of two kids, so I'm doing my thing, right? And they come back two hours later, and like, you miss me? And I was like, no. Yeah. Point that- blank, I said, no, I, I've been raising my children. <laughs> I hate that I didn't line. have time to think about you. Did you miss me? Yeah. Well, if I missed you, I would tell you I missed you. <laughs> Junior, you can laugh into the microphone. It's totally okay. I think I remember that. We, I told you that conversation, dude. We've had the conversation before. I can't. I just can't. Junior, because, no, I remember he told me that, and I was like, "It's a real thing." Run. You yeah. said that? <laughs> no, dude, I, no, no, I would. Yeah. I'm glad he said I'm, it. No. It's and I, the fucking corn on the. Oh, I gotta <laughs> quit swearing. <laughs> The I, corn on the cop thing is not a joke. Colby said shit. <laughs> oh, now we're pointing. Don't say sorry. It's okay. Hey, I'm sorry. I just said it too. So yeah. yeah. Right. No, Did the I corn on the cop thing? That's a real thing. I know. That was real. Yeah, that was a real thing. That's ridiculous. See? I looked at him and was like, are you fucking kidding me? But I think that's, that those people <laughs> that do that, they're codependent. Big They're time. codependent yeah. on, they need to come in and have you say, like, I'm, I missed you because they need validation. Well, that adds, that oh gives boy, them their value completely. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so they demand commitment. These are the people that want it. Like, you know, you're like two weeks. I want in. my way. And I want it now. They're like, How come you haven't told me I love you yet? 
I don't mm. know. It's been two weeks. Freaking, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Give me another 24 minutes. Maybe we'll get there. Right. Like it's just, but I think that's, it's so important for people to go into dating, knowing what they want, like having established like, boundaries. Pillows, like, like if you me. go into okay. dating and you don't know what you're looking for, like on dating apps, you can say, don't know for mm-hmm. like what you're after. Those are the people that like end up getting in trouble for the, the no commitment. Like, yeah, people feel like they can't. Like, what well, are you leaves, even looking for? It leaves for? too much ambiguity and yeah. like something that's actually fairly important. So like, is this forever going to be a casual relationship or yeah. are we friends or are, you know, like there has to be some. I feel like on a dating app though, if you don't know what you're looking for, because yes, you, you probably want a long-term relationship, but you don't want that person to go, oh, we went on a date and now we're totally in a long-term relationship. And I think that's, you I have to communicate sparks. that on the very first date. Yeah. I think you feel that though, where how you're saying I felt sparked. I honestly think that you know you, so you can feel that vibe. And doesn't you, mean the other person is going to feel it. You're right. <laughs> and if they do, then I think you can both figure that out pretty quick. I think that's where communication, being an yeah, effective communi- communicator, yeah. comes yes. in. Like, I man. think I think you should be yeah. able well, to talk to the one you're in because within like I can tell you within like minutes or so if I'm even interested. Yeah. And then Same. after a couple of weeks, I'm like. Well, and then knowing yourself. I don't mind seeing I mean, you. You have to be strong enough to stand up and say what you need to say. And that's exactly. that and take criticism. Because you don't want to sit there and be their fucking friend for like, like if you're well, interested in that person, you need to figure out where it's going. But yeah. yeah. And I mean, and it's, it's, there's one thing in like trying to move the horse along too fast, right? Yeah. That does exist. Like where you may see all the characteristics in that person. And you're like, man, I really like everything about, well, okay. Like that's, there's your word, right? That's a good one. Um, I like everything about this person. Well, you know, and I was talking to my dad about this actually because I like having his perspective. Obviously, he's been married, you know, for you don't years love and, his perspective. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love my dad's perspective. I love my dad. <laughs> um, but no, like he, he being in a successful marriage for 40 some years, and it was like, well, what do you know about dating? You've been married your whole life, <laughs> you've been dating married longer than you've been, or you've been married longer than you ever dated. Um, but like having that conversation where it's like, well, you know, what what do you know like about that person? Like before you, you can commit to something long-term, like, what do you really know? Like you can say you, I like those characteristics, but that's what they're showing you at this time. Mm-hmm. So like, if you haven't given it enough time for you put a little pressure against that and you squeeze the diamond yeah. or you squeeze the coals, it turning into a diamond or is it, you know, going into a lump of charcoal? Like well, you yeah, don't know yet. Honest, like that infatuation period though. There is is all about you projecting your hopes on somebody. Mm-hmm. It's we've had these small conversations and they sound about right, so now you're everything I wish I ever could have had in my entire life. Yeah, and in your head, you're like, you've moved in with this and person, you're building, you're it up building a life, and, yep. and now of, you're none of that I know what our, our dog's name is going to be, Skippy. He's going to be a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. we have a golden so another fish. one, next one we've got, Don't forget they resist the your boundaries because mm. they're always pushing. Oh, that's Ooh. a hell no. Uh, yep. Yeah, Sorry, instant junior. Hell no, no, no it's okay. <laughs> okay, spe- I right, know. Time out. The next one. We spent the last episode talking about shaving balls, so no, you're <laughs> oh fine. <my> God. <laughs> Kobe, obviously. Well, I have to say, I'm glad I wasn't here for that. You're gonna have to catch up. <laughs> Manscape 3.0. Manscape. Still waiting for that sponsorship. Yeah, just wait. I was just gonna say, <laughs> Manscape. We need that sponsorship. Is that a thing? Does that really? It's happen? A really. Yeah. You, listen to the episode. Trust me. Yeah, it's of funny. Hey, it's in a tasteful manner. Men should hygiene. We should. Manscaped. Like All right, stop. Time out, lady. 
No, no, she's, no, she's a woman. She knows. I'm she pretty married. sure she. Uh, it's not I, like I, I've not ever. Okay. Women, women, she's got three boys. Yeah. You have they three kids, so you've at least she's had got three, three boys. Times. She said she needs yeah. to know what manscape is. Trust me, manscaping is is a real thing. Yeah. We, I mean, I know, I know it is, but like, yeah. You want to ask her real questions? Is it a regular, regularly occurring thing? It should be. Okay. Boundaries. Well, I mean, Sorry. if it's Two like different conversations going on right here, if a dude's like, I do it every every six months. Uh, uh, Wait, what? I, no, I said if a dude does it every junior comp. You, oh, I, I was like, you're my brother. You're not waiting six no, months. I know, bro. I'm not gross. Oh, I'm no, not gross like nasty. that. I take care of the business. Anyway, <laughs> Wait, we don't mind. Colby's one of the bros right now. I, you know what? You She's could cool. T- like you that. could literally talk to me about anything, and I'm. You can totally see. You, yeah, she even said it. Ryan's all sensitive. Yeah, she's super cool. Yeah, I'm trying to be all protective. Okay, but yeah, so resisting boundaries. I'm sure she has no problem going. I'm in, I'm disrupting her boundaries. I don't by like being your protective. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got boundaries. If they push, boundaries push are very push, important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. they're pushing your boundaries constantly, that's um, mm, I'm going to walk away. Also, but after after a while, you should be able to let down. Well, yeah, but it depends on the boundaries. It really depends on what it is, right? Too. Like, I mean, the, is it, it, there's going to be probing, and I think that's kind of, I don't know if that's on there, but that, that is left out, like where they're probing the boundary to know, and then they'll play it off like they're being playful or like, that's oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's exactly yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it's like, well, what was your intention behind that? And like, so if there's something you're not comfortable with, like immediate, like going back to my story of like with the kid, that boundary interruption was immediate and abrupt, and I know exactly where that came from. But if there was like other little things where it was like, Hey, I thought I stopped by to say hi and bring you something like, okay, that's cool. Like, I appreciate that. Like, that's nice. No, you're not coming in to hang out with my kid. And like, that's not going on. Like, Hey, I dropped off a package in your front porch. Go out and get it for somebody steals it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's creepy or awesome. S- send your kid out to get it. No. <laughs> yeah. That's messed up. I promise not behind the fence. <laughs> you can never babysit my kids. <laughs> so the next one is they make soulmate claims. I've never had that happen. Two to four month time. Is that frame? a thing? Well, I'm your soulmate. That's a thing. I know you're my soulmate. Yeah. soulmate. We knew that in like a few days. We have so, a bro. Yeah, that's what I mean though. Like we clicked fast. Like I was like, I love you, bro. They're not legit brothers, by the way, in case you were wondering. Oh. We're military brothers. Okay. We're military brothers. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And mothers B- from another. BJJ mother. brothers. That's not a single. There's two days. <laughs> Just so people know that. <laughs> BJJ people. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We've rolled together. Military. <laughs> That's also not a that's kind of sexy. No, well, it kind of is. <laughs> that's also an innuendo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think that a lot of people mistake chemistry for connection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's yes. just not. Yeah. You know, chemistry is like, ooh, the sparks fly. You're like, feel sexually attracted to somebody or what? You know, mm-hmm. physical things. But connection is when you like the mind. When the mind connects. Yeah. yeah. You're on the same thought train and yeah, no, that, same values, that. same goals. So after soulmate, it's the, I love you very quickly. Again, like remember what I, I said, it took me over two years to say it to somebody. Yeah, yeah but that can go into chemistry too. To like she was talking about. Cause I mean, if you feel it, <laughs> sorry, right away. Know. like you, I think you'll know, but yeah, it is, it, it is kind of weird hearing it and you're too like, soon. I mean, I knew well, I mean, junior for two weeks and told him I loved him though. I'm just a fucking lovable guy, though. It's true. Like, I think there's different kinds of love. No, there is. Oh, there is. We, we there's tons. About that, yeah. It's. I've yeah. met. So I think, and this one is it the, if I'm like I love you, do I sit there and wait for you to say it back, or is it, you know, like no. is, it, is it the forced I love you part? I think that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> gotcha. it's the force that's and the, the yeah, gotcha. and that's yeah. the the weak affirmation waiting for 
Colby, I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were you saying? You did cut her off. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, if anybody sits and waits for you to say the same thing back, then they're... That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Because I would never, ever want somebody to say something to me that they didn't actually mean. Unless I said, hey, I want tacos. But I, I need to I, hear I'm me not, too. You know, I don't really, I don't feel tacos like everybody does. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we also yeah. have to be okay with putting out what we feel. Mm-hmm. If it's, I love you. If, if like I tell someone I love them and they don't say it back to me like that, we have to be okay with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then if it goes on for too long, obviously we have to establish whether or not it's going to be an issue. Sure. But, um, well, and I think the, don't be scared to do, to, Put yourself out there and your feelings just because you might not get reciprocation. One of the two part of it is the timing of it too. Like where, where was that inserted? Like, right. mm-hmm. and was it after something was inserted or like, and not to make like the sexual crude joke, but like it's, well, it's true though. It's true though. You yeah, can't did, just say did it the because guys like, say it after sex. Yeah. I mean, or did we, you say it before know. so we could get some? That's true. some really good sex. Yeah, right. Yeah. That would have to be. It would need to be. It'd be like cheesecake. <laughs> I think it comes down to communication, though. Yeah. yeah. Really, ultimately. Yeah. It comes down to how you communicate, how they communicate, the chemistry. And, like, I know there's tons of people out there that are shy in this this chair squeaks. Um, that's my no, it's just you. Chair. It's just you farting. It's okay. I don't... I. You're really uptight right fluff. now. Fluff. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um... I think it comes but, down to communication, really, to be honest. Sure. Well, everything does. Well, it's like yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. In the business world, I mean, 99% of all conflict is a breakdown of communication. The expectations weren't laid out ahead of time. Um, or and, and I hate using, like, that expectation terms in a relationship because that gets, like, really convoluted. Like, hey, here's the expectations of what I think we should be. Like, it's like you're setting a contractual basis up front on what a relationship should be. Sometimes it needs to naturally flow. But when it comes down to your personal feelings or your, well, going back to like my non-negotiables, like there needs to be expectations tied to that. Like my number one, like, boom, you need to be a woman that loves God. And if that is not exhibited, the possibility of us moving forward will not exist. And, and like, that's an expectation. Like I'm communicating that to make that known and not saying like, Hey, so if you want to, if you really want to know my heart, like you need to fake your way through the Bible. Like I'm going to pick up on that. Obviously there are people that do that too. Yeah. There are people that do that. Mm -hmm. That's another podcast episode (laughs) or that's been a podcast episode, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, I mean like the communication piece, like you said, is, is paramount. It has to be. So here's the next piece in it. They're good at saying what you want to hear. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy way to manipulate people. You know what they want. It's pretty simple. taco. Yeah. I'm sure you've met a few. Mm -hmm. I definitely have had. I've had some not good experiences with dating that um, with, I can think of one one particular smooth talker who completely deceived me. I'm so excited to hear that. Yeah. It's it's quite a story. No, don't. Junior's going to, like, you got his address? He's a local businessman. Are you fucking with my little sister? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's now listening, yeah. and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we're, we're definitely going to have to have a couple of parts, yeah. too. Because I think there's a lot. We did so much we can unpack. Oh, my. It's fun. This is fun, actually. Yeah, like it is it. fun. I like perspective. Um, they feel too good to be true. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's another, that's another smooth talker. It's just... 
Yes and no. I mean, I think it's, it's more for the, the point in time in your life when they show up too. Yeah, can, because like, can, what if you weren't ready and you're yeah. like, God, you're way too good to be true. Well, you know what I mean? Necessarily too. Like I'll give you another story, but like I met someone and like we went on, like we hung out for a solid month and a half. And I mean, I was still going through the custody battle thing, but she had gone through that too previously. And there was stuff that she had gone through that was exactly what I was walking through. And so it was like, I'm sitting there like, man, that's too good to be true because like, you know exactly what I'm feeling right now. And you're not rejecting me because my life is so freaking stressed out over this. Things didn't work out in the end. And like, it kind of took an abrupt turn and like broke off communication like instantaneously. But like, at, at, it's, but through that time, like, it was there for a reason, right? I, I mm-hmm. mean, it was like, it was that good for a month and a half because I maybe, you know, and I don't want to say like fate, but like God's got a plan in who he brings into people's lives. And well, I believe in that too. And, and so I needed, there was legit information from her other. that like I got that literally affected my court case. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I dated her for that reason. It was just so happened. She had been through that and had a conversation with somebody. They were able to help me. And maybe so, you needed that to lean on each other. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, I mean, it was nice God to was have. Like, She's going through it. You're going through it. Let's yeah. let them help each other out. And then so what about they make you feel like you're being saved? Mm. If you ever. Need, if you feel like you need you, being saved. Yeah. If you ever the feel the need to be saved, then you are not ready to be dating. Yeah. 100%. Unless a bear is chasing you. 100%. And no, hopefully you just date got, somebody slower than you. I trip people. <laughs> I would rocks. fucking trip you. It's like that's like date number two. Hey, let's have a foot race. Why? In case we ever meet a bear. Yeah. So here's here's one <laughs> that's a big one. You. And and I think you feel this, Ryan. Is it they make immediate promises about the future? Mm. Yeah. That's I think that's a big no go. Or they want to be um a participant in your future decisions. I had that happen. Um, wow. Ooh. How soon was it, roughly? A couple months. Yeah, that's Whoa. way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it was like my decision whether or not to be able to have more children. And that that's, wow. That is, Holy that's crap. Not, I'm not kidding. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is not ever anybody else's decision except my own. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, that didn't sit well with me. <laughs> no, that I, I don't blame you. That would have been a see you later. And this last one, they put you on a pedestal. I don't know if that's even a bad thing or not. Cause I mean, it just, it depends on how mature their I, relationship level. No, nah, there's, there's positives and I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Cause I think you should put the other one on a pedestal. Put it in the negative the connotation. Then yes, it's a bad thing. I think you should always. But I mean, all of these could be used to manipulate people also. And that's part of the issue is that how do you, how do you know the genuine? But also like portion? we have to realize though, in relationships, people are, we're failed. Like, I mean, yeah. we're people, like we're, we're going to screw up. It's not if it's when. And so if you're putting somebody on a pedestal and you're thinking of them as perfection and you're always going to them as like the savior, like the what second happens you see the, them as real. The, yeah. The first, the first time you run into something and all of a sudden they're human. Yeah. Oh, cool. I got to get rid of her. Like she farts. They're no like, Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Obsession. <laughs> you're going to get a cease and desist here soon. Probably. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's tough and, you walk through those things in a relationship and dating is it, it's interesting to see people's progression through it or have conversations. I know that we've talked about it more than just our one time. Like we, you know, we were at work together and went for a walk and like just talked about life and like the struggle it is, it is tough. And 
you know, like what you're doing and like the steps that you've taken, like I'm a cheerleader. Cause I'm like, man, you know, it's like we've talked about with the relationship, like you go through a crappy divorce, you do become somewhat of an expert in marriage because you've seen what does and doesn't work. Yeah. If you've been through dating and you haven't gotten feedback from other people, you can still be single and still be an expert on dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think about some of the best coaches out there, let's just talk about sports. A yeah. lot, some of the great. Come on, coaches now I'm here for this one now. Are not you nerds in your freaking we're not Marvel the comics. most exceptional players <laughs> in the game. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so it's like your it's like your best sales managers weren't the best salesmen. Well, Bill Belichick never even played football. I mean, mm-hmm. and he won what seven Super Bowls. I mean, you can become coach well versed in your subject matter. You have to be invested in it. You have to be and invested in yourself to making that change. But if you're like going through the motions, just expecting things are going to work out and like willy nilly and I don't have to fix anything about me, you're going to fall on your face a lot and yeah. you probably have no business being with another person until well, you that's figure with that out. Partnership, but, you got to be invested. Yeah, for period. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then of those things that I read off, it's, um, it's, <clears throat> they're not all necessarily bad altogether. They could be, um, but the reality, I think, is part of it is you have to look at the outliers, right? So if someone's doing all of these great things and you're feeling amazing and then they have a moment where you see their true nature kind of peak, you know, hey, person's amazing, 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 and then they blow up about something stupid or something very, very minor, to me, that's going to give me a glimpse of what's going to happen down the road is that they're finally getting a little bit real and then they tone it back. And they're like, oh, that was too much, right? And at that point, I feel like when I see that spike of, of the reality or their craziness, that's more what real is going to be like down the road. And that's their control level. Mm-hmm. You know, and how you handle disappointment has a lot to say about yourself as a person. And like, especially in the dating realm, because you're going to get a lot of failure. You get I do know. I mean, I know a few people that like, they go on one date and that's the person they end up marrying. Like that sweet. Congratulations. That you would be water. the dream. Yeah. You don't <laughs> have to walk through this because dating sucks. But you know, like, when you face rejection and you face like disappointment and like you've been told no by somebody, like what does it make you do as a person It make you get better, bitter and like start blaming them. And like, it was their fault. Like that's their problem, you know, or does it like make you turn internally and like you take retrospective approach to yourself and like, I'm going to get better through this. Like maybe I'm not that person's cup of tea, excuse me. That's okay. But I'm going to actually take this as a learning opportunity Mm -hmm. To like and analyze myself, like yeah, I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna, gonna grow up. Well, you, you've got two outcomes, right? You've got that outcome, and then you've got the well, they better accept me at my worst, or they don't deserve they me, don't at, deserve my me best. at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and oh gosh, I yeah, or like, um, well, I'm just gonna find some easier, lower hanging fruit and start going to the bar and slumming, and then just find people to accept me when they're drunk, and you know, take that nice path to self destruction. Really, but yeah, dating is all about how much you value yourself. Yeah. And if you love yourself and you value yourself enough, when you step into the dating world, you're going to have great outcomes. You can't do it as a way to find value. You have to know and love yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. But you also have to realize that when you, even if you love yourself and have like self-respect and all of those things, like you're still going to meet people who are not good for you. Yep. Yeah. And you have to have the discernment to weed through those people. Absolutely. So it's not just like, um, what is, I'm trying to think what it is, but it's, okay. it's like not everything, just because you 
are great yourself doesn't mean you're just attracting great people. It just means you have the wisdom to sort through all the crappy ones. Mm-hmm. And you still have to go through that deck of cards. Well, look yeah. for that king or queen. Well, it's like from the biblical sense, just because you were able to recognize what sin is and isn't and everything, it doesn't keep you from sinning, right? It doesn't, yep. doesn't make so you it's immune. the prosperity gospel. It's yeah. like if you just believe that you're mm-hmm. going to yeah, go on a date enough. with a great yeah. guy, you're going to You're going to attract him. that person. And <laughs> that's all that you're going to attract is nothing but great tens. That's, that's all literally from, from the book The Secret, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. believe enough. Yeah. They're going to come. Yeah. Mm. No. If you believe that you des- you're going to get tens, that's all you're going to bring is tens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not going to happen. I want what you're smoking. It's pretty hard to, yeah. I mean, me myself as a 12, but. So I think we should, we should end it because we're, we're pretty deep in, yeah, um, but I think we need to do another Colby episode because it do sounds it. like there's so much more fun happening. <laughs> I want, I, I want like to hear these bad stories. I, like the yeah, I want the story. I'm the juicy stories. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe I should just have my own podcast. Yeah. There you go. Mm. There's there, 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 they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. We can help you out with that. Hey, tell us once again the name of what you do, where they can find you. It's Honest Dating. So on Facebook, it's Honest Dating Spokane. And same on Instagram. I don't really have an Instagram going. And you but can it's pump there. your personal business too. You yeah. are a realtor. Aren't you? Yep. I that's am what I a ask. realtor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm enjoying that. a photographer. That. You're a great photographer. And a photographer. Yeah. Kind of do a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But that's just... I'm, I have a creative mind and that's kind of what keeps me going is just not doing the same thing. That's good. Day in and day out. You mean working at Safeco? <laughs> I mean, there's Sorry. stability in that. When did you work there? When? Yeah. Um, For like two years. I quit in <clears throat> February. So I was already gone then. Because I was there before they were bought by Liberty. Okay. Yeah. So I've got officially hit my 12 year marker minus some time off. With them. You're an old man there. Well, with Liberty anyway, yeah. <laughs> you got tenureship. But I, I wrote quite a bit of your training. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. That's that's my claim to fame. I'm cool like that, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we uh, I think we ended, and then I think we bring Colby back because this was totally cool. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Junior, for joining us. Colby, thank Absolutely. you for joining us. Junior, do you, have, yeah. do you have a word of the day, Junior? Nope, not today. <laughs> Man of many words. <laughs> Never <Awesome>. disappoints. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you for joining us. And uh, once again, this has been the Advocacy Podcast. Yeah, appreciate it. Hit us on Facebook, Instagram, all the fun stuff. And if you like us, like us. 